Hey, buddy, how's it going? What's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, not much right now. It's Texans 20, Colts 17. Colts got the ball, 348. And my neck. I haven't really watched um, that dumb um, well, me neither. I just turned it on like 20 minutes ago. Like, to be honest, not not trying to be that guy. Colts, Texans, unless it's a playoff game, it doesn't really move the needle for me. You know, no offense. Right, no, it's 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 definitely a good game though. Like 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 it's a game for the division. It's just not. There's other shit to be watching. Um, this is gonna be one of those rare thirty minute episodes, just because I know I'm tired. I'm sure you're tired, and the Texans made a big stop, so now they're most likely gonna win. I got stuff for that. Um, Adam Schefter, NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy said the league looked into Miles Garrett's allegations that Mason Rudolph used a racial slur last Thursday night before the brawl and found no such evidence. Um, this is something Miles Garrett said. I was assured that the hearing was spaced that afforded the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to my suspension. This was not meant for public decimation, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my actions here, right? Or restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Whether my opponent's comment was born out of frustration or ignorance, I cannot say. But his actions do not excuse my lack of restraint in the moment. And I truly regret the impact this has had on the league, the Browns, toward the photo fans. And this was from Miles, and this was from um, Mason Rudolph's attorney. According to ESPN and his appeal, Miles Garrett falsely asserted that Mason Rudolph uttered racial slur. And we can all bet we know what he thought he heard. Toward, toward him prior to swinging a helmet at Mason's uncovered head. In a desperate attempt to mitigate his suspension, this is a lie. This false allegation was never asserted by Garrett. In the aftermath of the game, never suggested prior to the hearing, and conspicuously 
absent in the apology pu- published by the Browns and adopted by Garrett. The, the malicious use of this wild and unfounded allegation is an assault on Mason's integrity, which is far worse than physical assault. Witness on Thursday. This is reckless and shameful, and we, and we will have no further comment at this time. Um, it's it's also bullshit because why not why not say this the day of why why not say it the night of that it happened and before before all this even happened and she got a lot of shit for this a lot of shit. So, one of the best female reporters out of any sport is Josina Anderson. Not only is she a black female, but she covers the game of the NFL like nobody's business. If, if you want to talk football, go to Josina Anderson. And I saved her tweet because I knew, I knew something like this would come up. I'm trying to find it. Um, hold on, where are you, Josie, now? So many tweets I save. Okay, her exact tweet was, I would bet Miles Garrett will say he heard Mason Rudolph call him something egregious. Never seen Garrett act like that ever. And then, the next day, she apologized. Because people were coming at her, probably most likely still fans, saying, how dare you, Mason would never say that. And again, we all know what word Miles probably thought he heard. But you know what? I'm sorry. And I'm not saying every black person is going to do this, but especially when it's sports and a heated thing, is n- n- thing everyone is going to s- say, especially when it's a white guy, they said the N-word. And I'm sorry, that cannot fly. One, that is a serious issue. So if you're gonna say that, it better be true. Like, 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 if 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 me and you were were football rivals, and if you're gonna tell people I I called you the N word, I I better have said it. Because for a person to for a person to say that word, that's serious. So for people. That lie about that, it should be added to the punishment. So we most likely all know Mason did not say this. So now, the NFL should definitely give him a worse suspension for starting next season. Because how dare you say something that serious? That's that's like a girl falsely accusing a guy of raping her. Do you know how serious that is? This is something yeah, you cannot do. So please do not falsely accuse someone of that. Do not falsely accuse someone saying something serious racist that they did not say just because you're mad. Miles, we all know you said this to try to get a lesser suspension. You are such a pussy. You you know what? You shouldn't have even appealed. Take the loss, my guy. You deserve this suspension. Who cares if it's harsh? You deserve it, buddy. I don't care. And, And... and, and also, let's be real. Let's say, let's say Mason Rudolph said, you are a dirty fucking N. Let's say he said that. That's bad, right? But how dare you think it's worthy of trying to concuss someone or further damage them? 
Now, also, by the way, Miles, if Mason Ruff was in a coma, you never play football again. If Mason died, you never play football again, and you'd be in jail, buddy. Try, try not to be killed. That's what would happen. You'd be getting death threats by every Steeler fan. And you know what? Probably even not Steeler fans. So listen. You're getting off easy. Easy, buddy. So, Miles, stop being such a pussy. Go ahead, man. Um, first thing first, um, to go to your point, um... Uh, what you call it, a mind bank with the guy that was falsely accused of rape. And he spent seven years Oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm so hyped to see that movie, too. I heard it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a movie. Um, you know, and it goes into saying, um, if, if you, if you actually go like women, if, and I'm not saying nowadays where you take your word for soul because it's women, but if someone rapes you, it better be true. Just like Mason and Rudolph, if Miles Garrett said the answer, if you said the N-word to Miles Garrett, you better have said it. Because worse than I hate the whole, like, well, he's black, so I hit him because he said the N-word. No, no, no. It doesn't say, even if, even if Miles said, you know, that, like, you're, you're, you're a low-life, that word. Like, it's, it's no excuse. You could have killed the guy. No excuse. There's no reason. There's no... There is no reason for that. And that statement, look, he took ownership for it. Because he said at the end of that statement that the object looked to the ground, fans, and random barrels. So he took ownership. So I'll give him that. He realized that he is wrong and he's going to take responsibility. But it gives him no right to act recklessly and could injure and kill someone. Like if me and you, because I play football, like I'll drive a receiver. So if you're a cornerback, and we're and I'm going one on one, and you stop me, and I'm mad, and I push you, and you know I'm mad, and I call you like like a dirty this or that. That still doesn't give you any right to attack. I right. can say the worst things to you. I can say, "Oh, you're a cracker. You're this. You're that." I can just say the worst things to you. But that doesn't give does that give you the right to attack me because I called you a cracker? No. <laughs> But but also let's be real, like 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 the two words have no the same. Like like if you call me a cracker, I could say, y'all, I love having crackers with my tuna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 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 crackers like crackers not harsh. Honestly, if any white person cares about get, being called cracker, stop yourself. But again, but but again, even even if Mason said, you dirty fucking end. He could say that. He he could say your skin is the color of the shit that's in my toilet. Alright? He could say fucking KKK. He could fucking put on a hood. Listen, that's all bad. That's horrible. That that would make Mason Rudolph, you know what? A bad fucking person. That would make him a fucking asshole. But who do you think you are? To try to severely hurt someone. And I also heard, like, all, uh, like, he's probably saying that because, you know, Trump support and he obviously said, like, no, no, no. We all know why that's why he's saying it. And, like, and, 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 I, and I hate that narrative, like, dude, like, your political views on politics have nothing to do with if you said it or not. If you said it, you said it. If you didn't,
we root for. Uh, it's also this is not a political show, so it's not a sports show. Like Michael Payson, the candy store. So we're we're not, but unfortunately we gotta talk about this this crap is in big news. So again, Miles Garrett, he could say Miles Garrett, you're a bad guy for that, and you have you have to do a lot, you have to do a lot to rebuild your image. And right then and there. That's uh, that's bad. So Miles Garrett, you know, and that's a big stop from the Colts. So now the Colts have no timeouts. So it's gonna be fourth down. They'll probably have no. They're gonna have like six seconds left. Maybe maybe yeah. six and ten seconds left. So you get the punt. You call a fair catch. You probably get five. So you can get a hail mary attempt. Um. And this tweet was from, from Diana Rossini. Cersei says the decision on Miles Garrett's appeal could come over the next day or two. It was explained that they want to make a decision on this quickly. Now, here's what the NFL needs to do. And this is what they should do. Alright, so five seconds left. So, basically this game is over, but they will have a slight, slight chance. Um, this is what the league needs to do. Say, listen. We appreciate the effort, but you're not playing this for this year. You're not. You're not. And they have to. Maybe not. Maybe if it's not six to eight games, cool. But he has to at least miss the first four next year. At least that's the least. I I I prefer six through eight. Maybe even ten, because that's gonna teach him something. And you know what? Make him. Make it like a court when you do um community service. Make it a mandatory thing to where he has to take training like like I guess you could call it sensitivity training. Um and give give him like two months. And you know what? Just just to fit the PC crowd, give Mason Rudolph two weeks, something like that. Where he's not getting suspended because he don't deserve to miss any games. All Houston's going for it on fourth and three. And I think that's really smart because now there is no 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 time on the clock, so I guess they're scared of Jacoby Brissett, um possibly throwing a ball and possibly getting a pass interference. Um not 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 that I don't think they will call it in this situation. But now Houston Texans are seven and four, and their next meeting is against a team that they, that they cannot beat. It is against a team that the first time playing in a playoff game, they all wear Letterman jackets. JJ Watt was so hyped, said, "Yo, this is like right now a top high school game, man. Where we're going to play for the state championship. We're going to Letterman jackets, and what happened? The Patriots waxed that ass." So Deshaun Watson, you are gonna go see your daddy your next game. Congratulations, you played yourself, you'll be seven to five. But that's not the point. Um <laughs> So So NFL, please, please, don't be a bozo. Please take this here. Cause people have to know. People have to know, hey listen. Don't be a bad guy. And this is the kind of thing where Miles you don't want to be like Vontaze perfect. Just know, if you ever do something like this again, 
It's over, pal. And I I forgot to read this yesterday with uh, Bobby on and Julian, but Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett. Obviously, his talent speaks for itself and the plays he made this year. We gotta have a next man up mentality, and our guys know that. I don't necessarily think you can replace a guy like that. Big shoes to fill, but we gotta play this team. And also another reason why this is gonna hurt Miles Garrett because I truly believe if he plays, they automatically make a playoff spot. So now he's basically. Now, I don't think they win the Super Bowl. I don't think they get to a title game, but he's causing his team a playoff spot. Oh, yeah. Like, he makes a difference. He's a pass rusher. He gets the edge. Um, I think I think the Browns are going to fall short. Man, he severely hurts his team's chances. Um, that's enough about that. Now, in baseball news, uh, the first domino sign was Yasmani Grandal. He got a four-year deal, $73 million deal, and he gets a full no-trade protection next year and a limited no-trade protection in 2021 to 23. Rondon gets the largest contract in the White Sox history, and the White Sox have a very good farm system. So the White Sox if I'm Jose Abreu, if I'm Jose Abreu, I'm doing fucking handstands. Because if Yasmani Grandal, if Yasmani Grandal can that, can can get that kind of contract, you know what? Jose Abreu deserves six or seven for 130, 40 plus million dollars. So, Jose, you're about to get paid, my guy. And they also said that they're they're going to go after Zach Wheeler, too. I was going to get to that. And they're, they're going to go after Zach Wheeler. And even though he's the Mets offered a really qualifying offer, he obviously declined. Um, the Mets were going to get a compensated for a first round pick. Well, not that it would matter, but because I don't trust the Mets and their organization, what they do. And no, this is not Mets bashing. This is just, um, you, you know what it is? If you don't learn history, you're doomed to repeat it. And if the Mets don't really learn from history, so, and if you don't learn history, you will repeat it. So let's see what the White Sox do. Um, in, in history news, um, congratulations to the New York Islanders. They they were down. They were down um two one. They came back. They took the lead three two. They 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 gave the lead up in the final minute and a half, and then they came back and they won in overtime. Brock Nelson gets the goal for his five in his five hundred game, and the Islanders have got a point in sixteen straight games. That is the most in franchise history. They they this is this is their best start in 47, the club's 47 history on the island. They haven't had a best start since 1982. What's their record? They are 16, 3, and 1. They are three points behind Washington for the top spot in the Metro. They are, they are the second, they are the second best team in the league behind Washington. What's so their record? Washington, because they are Washington, plays a lot of few games. They are got it. Washington right now stands at fifteen, sorry, sixteen four and four. But because the Islanders, because they're in first place, because they played more games than the Islanders. And it shows weird like that. The Islanders have four games in hand, so the Islanders are playing really good hockey. 
and obviously it's early, and they're about to be the first quarter point. They have a West Coast trip Saturday against Anaheim, so it's gonna be tough. Even though Anaheim is not that good, West Coast team travel from east to west is normally not that good. But give the Islanders credit, they're playing their best hockey, but as Barry Trotz said, we're only as good as our next game. So the Islanders are level-headed. There's no ego. The Islanders are not thinking about this stress. The Islanders are thinking about winning games, playing good hockey, and trying to make a trade at the trade deadline because they feel like they can win the whole cup this year. Who, and they have who a, would they target? They have a um, they, a guy to keep an eye out is Patrick Laine of the Jets. If the Jets continue to struggle, that's the guy they can target. What would they give up so, for that? Uh, the shit's the prospects. Damn. I have a good have, but here's the thing. If you feel like you're <laughs> close, and cops, and you have to understand, and you, and you can you know as well as I do, look at the cops. They have not won a they have not won a championship over a hundred years. They made that trade with the Yankees, and if they had and if you gave them the true they do it again. The Islanders have not won a cup in over thirty years. So so compare compare like one of their one one of the Islanders' good prospects to a, to a baseball prospect. Who who would he be compared to? Like Noah Dobson is a very good defenseman. He, he's a young um, he's um. Duncan King, uh, all the washroom has a wicked slap shot. They're comparing him to, they're comparing him to a veteran and Olcova. And Olcova is a good um, Alexander Fabrowski, and Fabrowski has been a very solid, steady player throughout the years. So those are the those are the prospects that the Islanders have to start. Those are their three best prospects, along with their going Igor, Igor Shurikin, who is in the. He was in the KHL, either best goalie prospects, they're going to be asking for him as well. So those are the top, and his, and he's compared to a young Patrick Waugh, who's a very good goaltender, by the way. So those are the Islanders for the best prospects. Would any, of the, would any of those be better than McDavid? Walsh should have the chance to be as good as McDavid. Ooh. Because um, he has a big body, and he has a slow wicked slap shot. Nice. Uh, something we forgot to mention the other night, even though I could give two fucks about this guy. <laughs> LeBron James became the first player in NBA history to have a triple-double against every single team, getting it against Oklahoma City the other night. And Luka Doncic the other day also had a 40-point triple-double. So, that's... Oh, That's very impressive. I got a drop for that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Um, this was also from the other day because they're talking about Derek Jeter. The top 10 highest Hall of Fame percentage, obviously Mo 100. Ken Griffey Jr. 99.3 in 2016. Tom Seaver 98.8 in 92. Nolan Ryan same in 99. Kyle Ripken Jr., 98.5 and 07. Ty Cobb and Brett, 98.2, 36 and 99. Hank Aaron, 97.8. Tony Gwynn, 97.6 and 07. And the big unit, 97.3 in 2015. So I think Derek Jeter probably will not get 100 because for two reasons. One, 
then people would know the first two ever that were hundreds were Yankees. And I don't think they'll want that. And the media, our scumbags, see, Mariano was a saint to everybody. But there were some times that Jeter, unfortunately, was not, I'm not going to say an asshole to the press, but not the kindest to the media. He was kind of like that, all good old Jolly was, but at the same time, like, okay, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to talk to you right now, but because I'm there, Jeter, I kind of have to talk to you. So please make your questions, you know, as, as short as possible. Um, so as sad, as sad, as sad as it is, they have feelings and their sad little bitchy feelings will get hurt. And even though he should have been in many years ago, the, the only other person that should be along with Jeter on this Hall of Fame ballot is Kurt Schilling. He should have been a first ballot, but because of the feelings again, he had to wait. So hopefully, because he got like 67, 68% last year, so he should, as he already should have, he should be getting on the ballot for the first time. Um, the, the other day too, Gerardo Parr, Mr. Baby Shark, signed with the Umar Giants, and he put Dear National Fans. You already heard the news that it won't be back for the 2020 season. With a World Series champion team. And it wasn't an easy decision to make. But I feel blessed with all the things we shared. And then he put something on Instagram. But I don't. I don't blame him. Because he he got. 2 million guaranteed. And 500 camp bonuses for one year. And a 3 million investing option. He's probably not going to get anything like that. In the major leagues. Maybe the Nationals give him a $2 million deal. Maybe. You know. But. I think Baby Shark would have been played out. It's. Like baseball things do these things. But. They really don't move over to the next season. So please. Yankee Twitter. Do not say next man up next year. It's done. It's over. It's moving on. Let Brett bang. It's done. It's gone. It's out of here. See ya. It's, it's, it's over the fence. Um, like the thumbs down guy, he he was never gonna return. So things, it's over. But I think that's good. And one last thing before I talk, I'm gonna address it because Twitter is fads. It's like fucking pathetic high school, and you, you, you piece of shit hack, played a part to it today. And it's been going on for the past four or five days, and I'm sick and tired. I'm up to here. I, 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 I want to throw the sentence out the fucking window. So here was your tweet. Gonna say that God is great. One, two, two is the go to my kids. People gotta stop with the fucking lies. I'm gonna tell my kid this is Babe Ruth. I'm gonna tell my kid this is Britney Spears. I'm gonna... Ah, uh, shut up, you fucking piece of shit. The only honest person I saw do this was Michael Jr. I'm gonna tell my kids this was their grandfather. And and it's a video of Michael back in the day out in the sports center eating some food. Eating, eating a whole donut just in one shot. So that's the truth. But all this other shit, you guys gotta fucking stop. 
I and you and how dare you get on the board with that piece of shit thing? I'm gonna get yeah okay. So I I want to know I want to know why you played a hand in this pathetic display of acceptance. Because I knew it would piss you off. That's why. I did it. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, man. You knew I see it too. I'm. I bet you knew yeah. I fucking see it. Absolutely. I did that. I did that just for radio content, baby, and it worked. It worked. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I did that stri- strictly for you. I love you, buddy. How do you sleep at night when you put that fucking pathetic sentence on by your fucking fingertips, you fucking clown? But guys, really, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Like it's. Yeah. Like it's 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 one thing when you see the two thousand and nine to two thousand and ten pictures. You, that's you, cool. You mean twenty nineteen? Cool. You know that's pretty cool. The straight curly. That's that that's pretty cool. But this, I gotta tell my kids who this. Was. No, stop, please. Anything else? Actually, maybe not. But nothing else. Just stop. Just be you. Don't follow a fucking crowd. Be a star. Be a king. Okay? Stop it, man. And and troll your co-host and doing this because you know. (laughs) You're a fucking asshole. You, you are. You are my Don fucking LaGreca. You just want to do shit to fucking annoy me, you sick, dimensional fuck. (laughs) You you literally are the Don LaGreca of this No, I just said you were the Don McGregor, you sick fuck. I am the Don McGregor. Yeah, I and, I, and, I'm, and I'm the Michael K. I'm the nice fucking guy who drives this show. I, I make things happen. I provide good stuff. And you have to bust my fucking chops. <laughs> nah, but seriously, he's right though. Yeah, yeah, I need to stop. I did that once strictly so I just, just, just to get a laugh out of my I better never see it again. I, I, if, if, I, if, if I see you tweet something like that, you know what? I'm gonna fucking report it. I'm gonna report it. That shit has to stop. It's so, it's so fucking annoying. And I don't, I don't know why I get annoyed at small stuff like this. Probably because I'm not a fucking follower. But it's just so annoying. Like people really gotta be fucking original. Why do you have to follow the crowd? It's so stupid. Kind of like when, um, uh, every time there's a trend, I'm used to Twitter, and every, yeah, it's know, like, like it's like when one girl gets their fucking hair braided first time. All the fucking females gotta fucking do that. It's like when one girl fucking pierces her belly or loses their virginity. All the fucking little thotties gotta come out and, and, and fucking lose their virginity. Like, stop it. Be original, man. If that, that's why I mean, I'm, I'm tweeting nonstop. Don't do this. Fucking thing! I'm a, it's so I'm annoying. Say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, um, and I'll and I'll wrap this up. Um, first off, to all the ladies out there, and this tweet really did. This tweet kind of set me off, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you saw this tweet. And I'm maybe I see a lot of tweets. Yeah, but this this tweet especially. Um, this girl, she's at. 
She's at Abby G-O-V, and she says women posting their ugly boyfriends on Insta. Like, what would I do? Oh, I did dude? see that. Oh, I did see that. Oh, you would thrive. That's okay. I gotta take this right now. I'm sure this is not for all ladies, but that's what all men. Fellas, if you see girls like this clown Abby, stay away from that. Because this girl is superficial, she's fake, and all she cares about is looks. There is more to a person there's look. If you are a good person and you have a kind heart, then do me a favor. You should be with someone that treats you the way you should be treated. And personality, baby. You. Personality counts for a lot. Because who you are, what you do, and how you treat others goes a long way than just looking than looking good. This girl obviously is a clown. She's a clown shoes. And how dare you say that? <laughs> You should be ashamed of yourself, and you should not. And but what I like, and I talked to Samara about this, and I said, a good a good person comes from how you are and who you, how you act towards everyone, and it's not just doing this for likes and attention. Being a good person is being a good person every single day, being kind to others, and not just being nice just so that you can get laid, or being nice for all that, or being you know being ugly in her eyes. She's a clown. She's a clown shoes. And girls like that are toxic. Those are toxic girls, just like girls who glorify being, oh, I'm crazy. I don't know. Those girls stay the hell away. They're toxic and they're bad for you. Stay away from that. And that's all the time we got today. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yo, this, this, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure how this will make you feel. But uh I just saw a tweet. You might have saw this, I'm not sure. And it's by a girl that is my my might be annoying to you. So I met this dude last weekend. We texted back and forth a couple times last night. I couldn't sleep so I googled his full name. Turns out the dude is married and his wife just had a baby on the tenth. Your wife just had a baby, and you out here trying to hook up shame. And that was tweeted by Amber. How do you feel about that? Are you happy? Um, Are you sad? Mixed feelings? Am I happy that she's seeing a guy that has a kid, or what? Like, are are you happy that she kind of got played? Uh, yes. Well, you know what it is? I, I think it's kind of karma because of how she treated me. And look, yeah, that's that's why I wasn't sure how you how how, how um, you were feeling about it. I, I, I'm going to address this, and this will be the last thing I'll address, and I'll wrap it up. Um, I have no ill will now. I've moved on. Um, at this point, I'm not interested in going back at her. Um, but she obviously not treat me the way that I should be treated and such she did so everything that happens going forward is on her I have nothing not against her I don't wish her any death I don't wish her anything bad to happen for the record I do not wish any bad things happen to her I'm just gonna live my life doing this podcast with my buddy here and enjoying life with all the yeah. people that I know that love me for who I am and what I stand for. So whatever happens to her, to you, Amber, at this point, then on you, has nothing to do with me or the show or my friends. What if she wanted you, you back? 
No way. No way. I'm good. Plus, plus you blocked, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nick Totoro telling my grandkids this was Tom Brady. And of course, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> See, that's kind of funny, I guess, but even still, people, please. Please stop it. I'm actually not mad about that. I'm actually laughing. We gotta wrap this up. So, Absolutely. Um, so this is this is another great show, a great podcast. Um, I believe we're gonna try to have Nate on, and I and I think if not Nate, I'm going. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm going to try to see if Samaritan come on. Samaritan, don't be afraid. You're amongst friends. Just ignore the half patriot guy. You'll be fine. <laughs> let's let's wait for her. Let's wait for her yeah, because I, I I I I even mentioned her myself. So I know she told me. <laughs> let that let, let that be a, deci- a decision on her. The the reason oh, why the reason why I forced tonight's recording because tomorrow's gonna be washed. I'm not gonna get out to right. ten, which means I won't get home till probably twelve. So uh, tomorrow. So tomorrow's gonna be a wash. Um, but Saturday we we will record. Sunday we we will record. Um, most yeah. likely Tuesday we'll record because Monday if I Monday if I work till ten we won't. And Wednesday, no matter what time I get out, I'll make sure we definitely record because we're not recording Thursday and okay, maybe maybe hard. not even Friday. Maybe by Friday night because be, because my job is closed is closed the day the day after Thanksgiving as well. So maybe we'll record Friday night, but mm-hmm. as of right now, probably not. But it just depends how we feel. Um. um so um, that's also, that's the plan. Yep. Um. Also. Um. I, I hopefully by Saturday we can try to get Nate on because we do got a preview of his Cowboys versus your Patriot and you know another NFC another NFC team that I hope that you know I just realized if the Patriots won Sunday they go four zero against the NFC they they, they killed they they killed the Redskins I mean they beat I wouldn't necessarily say they beat the Giants but they did beat them. Mm. And they barely beat the Eagles. <laughs> well, so, like Amanda then, says, barely don't mean shit. A win, a win is, is a, win, a, a win, win. is a win. Even though the Patriots didn't look like the Patriots. Remember, what Bill Belichick or great coaches always say, you learn more from a loss than you do for a win. And, was, and fans can say, hey, we won. But in behind closed doors, trust me, Coaches, the coach is pissed off. And I've been on some receiving ends where, you know, I saw a um, quick story. I was playing, I was, in, I was in the, on the freshman team, and we won the game. We won the game literally 3 nothing, And hey, we won. Yeah, we won the game 3 nothing, And Fable. I had, Fable, I had the worst game of my life. I mean, I only had two receptions for 10 yards. There was a touchdown pass that I had in my hand. I dropped. I had Nelson Aguilar hands. It was bad. Um, How dare you, Hack? I was a freshman. My bad. And hell. And the coach was on me because I was number one receiver. And it was even worse. Whoa, that makes it even worse. The quarterback, our quarterback, 
had two picks, and one of them I blame on myself because he threw a ball right in my hands, chipped, the defender caught it. Luckily, their field goal kicker's crap, but yeah. You gotta find this kid. You gotta find this kid and buy him a fucking dinner, you clown. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> um, afterwards, I actually treated the course after dinner. I told him, hey, man, you know, it was my fault. My bad. My bad, bro. My fault. And, you know, he, 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 he was pissed. And I guess everybody should be pissed. I mean, we won the game, so it made him less pissed. But my God, it was the first game of the year. Number one receiver. Two receptions for 10 yards, dropped three pass, dropped two passes, and one of them was tipped and picked. Boy, it was that our defense shined, but boy, I was bad. But as a coach, you want to learn more, because then after that game, the next game I played, I had 10 receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns. So nice. I made up. So, hey, coach ripped on me. Next game, go out and play. So that's what you learned. You learn more from defeat because he hit me my slant route, he hit me my curl route, he hit me the deep post route, and yeah, he got me in situations where I can succeed. And we won that game 38 to nothing. When I was playing football, my favorite play to do was down, out, and up. I would call that 20,000 times and no one could stop it. Hey, I mean, we ran a we 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 ran an option play, and I actually, and it was actually in the playoff game, and it was funny. On the second play of the game, we went out. We ran we ran an option pass where I was in motion, so that pitched me the ball. I threw the ball deep and hit my guy for a nice fifty-yard game, and it was my first and only time I ever threw a pass in any high school in any game I played. Only time, but yeah, like, but yeah, we will do this on Saturday, so we will talk in 48 hours. This is 48 hours, yes, sir. Uh, All right, guys, take care, man.